1: Right.
0: There you go, that's it That's I think that's the well, They released it Um, Because they got their Warner Brothers got off in a tiff that piece Yeah they put, did bootlegs on. Here's my here's my thing, they're commercials We want to see your commercials Here's what I think they should do When they re- show these trailers at Comic Con Like 20 minutes after the panel ends Just put it online Because it's going to get yeah. there anyways We want to see the commercial for your product and This isn't art it's a trailer. It's commercial. It's an advertisement. Show it
1: to yeah. us. And people in the, like in Hall H and like all of those other places that you see them, they got their, they got their experience. Yeah. Release it on the group. Release it an hour later. But boom. There you go. go. Even Rest an hour. Fine.
0: An hour later. If it, so be it.
1: You um, can even put like a message at the end of the trailer like, Oh yeah, because you guys weren't here. Everybody in here got like a free bat belt or. A free, I don't a bat, know, a Billy Club. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's something right. Marvel or DC. Everyone got a free Eye of Agamotto.
0: There you, there go. you go. An you Eye saw. of Agamotto belt buckle.
1: Ne- next time you should have came to Comic-Con and watched this exclusive trailer that everyone else saw
0: like an hour ago. Yeah, just show. put it up. I think it looks
1: <laughs> cool. Um like, it, it looked alright. Like, it, it looks like it's gonna be a fun movie. I guess I kinda, I don't know. Like, it, it seems like they're, they're rushing that one pretty quickly.
0: Well, that's, I mean, now, I guess. My friend made a comment too. He's like, why are they showing the trailer now? There'll be another Comic Con before it comes out. Which is true, but the all next right? Comic Con, it comes out in August. Next of of 2016. 2016. Yeah. So, yes, there will be another Comic Con before it comes out, but that Comic Con will be like two weeks before it comes out or a month before it comes out. I mean, Ant-Man comes out this Friday and there was no Ant-Man like hype at Comic Con this year. It's all advanced buzz.
1: You know what it kind of got me? Like, I got, I think I got more excited about the still pictures that were, they were releasing than this trailer because it was all like, poetic and cinematic and just like slow motion and all this stuff where the the production pictures that they're releasing it looked like a riot. It looked like people were having fun, things are happening, there's freaking Batman on the top of a car. I mean, Mm -hmm. that I didn't expect this slow motion cinematic piece of of uh cinema.
0: Yeah. I think it oh, was cool. I, mean, I saw I someone, know. I saw someone, uh, call it DC's Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I kind of
1: got that feel from that too. It's
0: but, the property that no one knows. And, and so no, the there's no expectations.
1: Is, but the thing is with Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel already had like a couple good ones under their belt. Like this was after the Avengers. Like Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, really. Suicide Squad's coming off the tales of Batman v Superman, which we don't know if it's going to be hot. I mean, it's probably going to be bad. Not bad, but like it's going to be great because I was actually thinking about that on the drive to work one time. I was like, this is kind of like our version of when in the 50s or wasn't this? It was some sort of like fifty. anyways, it was the mashup between Frankenstein versus Dracula and you had Bela Lugosi and and um, yeah, going off. I mean, people are like, "Holy crap, it's going down!" You know, yeah. just like we've all seen Superman movies, we all seen Batman movies. They're in our public consciousness. Here they come, right at us, right at us, just yeah. going toe to toe.
0: I love that you likened it to Dracula meets Frankenstein.
1: Well, that's why I kind of have a like feeling. That's what's like, like you know. Back in the day when monster movies were a little more, uh, profitable than, you know, the superhero Saturday afternoon yeah. stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Back when they had their moment in the sun.
1: Now it's the superhero that has their moment in the sun. And this is, this is our version of that. It's yes. Batman,
0: Superman. It looks, well, you know, I and love of course, Man of Steel. You know how much I love Man of Steel. I've subjected you to it. I made you watch it. You
1: didn't it subject. It. I actually watched it before we talked about it.
0: But I made the, you sit On the
1: latest it. podcast.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: or the, the not recorded podcast. It was
0: deleted. It was recorded and then saved over. Um, yes. Irrelevant. But, so, you know, I got a soft spot for that movie all oh, the live long day. So I saw the Batman v Superman trailer on Saturday. Actually, I, I was at a Broadway musical on Saturday. Are oh, you called Broadway musicals when they're not on Broadway? When they're in downtown Pittsburgh, are they still called Broadway musicals? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um well, that's what it was. It was a musical. So I was at a musical and I looked at Twitter and I was like, oh the trailers on. I'm like, oh I'm watching Gypsy, which was a fine production, by the way. Um oh, really? Yeah, it was really good. I've never I don't know the story. I so it was all fresh to me. And uh I'll tell you what, this is some good storytelling. I didn't know the story and I ended up getting uh engaged with the lead character not knowing it was the lead character thinking it was a, like the, the lead character starts out as a throwaway character um, and and the young actress playing her was rather riveting i'm like oh that's a fine performance i'm enjoying this character and it turns out that's whose story it is so go figure um but that's not why we're here today at comic book pit number 207 the all new all different comic book pit there's no dang there's no duke the uh, the next generation, it's it's Jared and John or, or the B team. Or not the B team. You, you're you you got you're on the forty man roster now, son.
1: Yay! The, I
0: don't not to 40. the forty. You're the twenty-five. Squad. Yeah, you're the twenty-five man. Forgive me. You're it. Yeah, you lost me. Uh, and well, in baseball, you have the forty man roster is like your your overall roster. You may carry, but it. Do the regular season, you're allowed to only have 25 active players at any one time. So there's 40 guys who are on your 40, but they have to go play in the minors. But the 25, they get to be in the dugouts.
1: Well, like they got,
0: they got banished
1: to the minors. They're like, "Ah, eh, you guys go play. You get better. Maybe we'll call you back. Here's a nice little pin for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're like, yay, there's a hula hula on it.
0: Yeah. The pin and everything. Um, but you know, you're not on the 40 minute, you, well, you're on the 25 now. That's it. You get your face in the program and everything. <laughs> you got a little pro, we film promos for you with, you got walk up music, you got it all.
1: I got a walk up music and everything?
0: Yeah. The dopey video gets played on the big board when you're announced. All sorts of cool stuff.
1: Uhm, I actually went to, um my friend when we were in, in art school. He actually did something for the pirates he did an animation for it
0: oh yeah, that's cool
1: yeah, it was for their um when they were calling out the names and stuff I forget what it was, they might actually still be using it to this day, I can't remember
0: I'll be, they, they do uh rotate them pretty regularly year to year
1: well, it's probably been like 15 years yeah,
0: I'm thinking it may have been rotated out nothing against them, I'm sure it was fantastic
1: it just looked old I don't know, yeah. I actually never got to see it because I never really went to a pirate game until I met my wife. So, but so um, man, but anyways, you know,
0: yeah, we got off uh, like we do. So that's it. This is the new. Uh, we just lost everybody. Like, screw it. No dang, no duke. They're talking about baseball games and their wives and Broadway plays. It's a comic book pit. Damn it. But, well, what uh, was well, that? Another podcast that they do that no one bothered. But no, uh, Comic Book Pit number two hundred seven. So the Batman v Superman. You know what a sucker I was for Man of Steel. I'm, I'm, I, I, you I know what? watched like twice in a row. I, I was all about it. Batman like bounds around
1: and leaps and does stuff and Actually, he's got gonna... like, did you see Desert Gear Batman? I'm gonna look at it that again. Like, yeah, I fairy didn't fairy understand that part.
0: Yeah, it goes to the desert like Superman has some weird army. It's like, I don't know what's up with this movie. Wonder Woman's in there. This movie's gotta be like three hours long to accommodate everything because The Flash. Aquaman and Cyborg are also. Did
1: they show picture. the Flash?
0: No, no. There's like good. three different I saw... characters that are going to be in this movie. I don't know how they're going to fit them in.
1: I saw the one. I saw Wonder Woman show up towards the end. I thought that she looked pretty good in that. Yeah, yeah, that'll cool. Um, okay, I am glad that they did address. Like I'm looking at it now the refresh memory. I already watched it like two or three times. I did like it. Yeah, uh, I am glad that they're uh, addressing the whole. He basically flattened metropolis. Yes,
0: it seems to be the crux of the whole movie. Everyone so was, over was like, squinting brick in the city. Like, Well, here you go. Now, Batman, you're angry. Now, Batman's your voice. So there you go, everybody. You're mad at Superman because he flattened the city. Well, now, now Batman will represent you in this movie. A big, bulky, bounding around, ass-kicking Batman. And it looks rad. There's a Robin suit in there, so Robin exists in this universe. Yeah. That looked pretty cool.
1: Like, everything looked really cool. I even liked that the the, the mode grassed over Wayne Manor, although I don't know who this gray-suited guy is, or gray-haired guy.
0: That's Alfred. That's Jeremy Irons. That's Alfred? Alfred. yeah. I love it, and Alfred's Uh, like the voice of reason.
1: I don't know if I like that Alfred.
0: Well, Jeremy Irons is... Jeremy Irons was... A bad guy in one of the diehards, I think. He played Scar in Lion King, and now he's out.
1: Yeah, I'm familiar with him. I just, I don't know. Although Ma Kent, like, I'm just looking at it now. Ma Kent, like, oh, let him be whatever you want, or don't do nothing, you know. He
0: struck me more as a mother, a motherly thing, than a... You are Superman. You have this role to play because you are Superman. Well, no one
1: know Yeah, but
0: no, we no, all know it's it. Superman. I don't know. I like it. It's refreshing. It's different. I don't know.
1: With that that line actually just kind of was like nope. But everything else looked pretty good. I liked it. Um uh, I'm looking at it again and It's pretty cool looking. I I dig it. I probably will try to see it.
0: I'll be there at some point. with bells on.
1: I'm glad they didn't try to do that whole oh, make you bleed or something like that. So yeah. that was cool. Although I didn't understand. Uh,
0: well, that's well, you have to see
1: the movie. Uh, oh yeah, and they're doing the Batman uh origin again. Come on. I
0: I you know. Okay, that's the one thing I'm like. We've seen this, but hey, it's cool. Whatever. Uh The comedian like, Thomas what? Wayne, that's fine. I, I know. It's yeah, like, I noticed no too. To that too. I'm sure it'll just be a, a brief snippet. I mean, it's not like you need to yeah, spend a lot of time we, on it. I know. Why do we, we need to
1: already it know Batman does, you know, why.
0: Well, we Zack Snyder needed to put his buddy in the movie, and this is the only way he could fit him in. And then some mop-haired kid playing young Bruce Wayne. Is it necessary? No, but evidently it seems to be it's a thing you got to do, I guess, is to. Uh... I
1: don't know why, though. They're not going to probably a... explain Wonder Woman's history or uh, origin. Good luck.
0: Good luck. That's I hope
1: they kind of go with the fifty. 50- well, I hope they go with the fifty-two origin. I heard that's a lot more simpler. So
0: she's like the daughter of Zeus or something like that. Yeah. No, they should have her. She's made out of clay.
1: Yeah, the pre-fifty-two. She's
0: yeah, she's made out of clay and what? stuff. <laughs>
1: eh, I can go with either or.
0: Um, it's when Susan saw the suit. She's like, "That's not what Wonder Woman looks like," and her only knowledge of wonder woman is me subjecting her to the linda carter series on me tv a few times
1: nice yeah well that is a pretty good representation of wonder woman (laughs) can't go wrong
0: with that piece too did you watch that show
1: uh bits and pieces
0: set in the 40s
1: well i think the first season is and then i think the second and third they kind of made it more vague
0: they make it contemporary oh it yeah. takes place in the, mm. in the like, not so distant future.
1: Well, I don't know about not so distant future, but they're definitely like, I'm, I'm pretty sure like in the second season, they started doing it more of like a, a current thing. Like, you know, people might have bell bottoms, but it's not firmly rooted in the seventies of the they're time. They're
0: doing the lucky Lindy while wearing bell bottoms.
1: Nice.
0: <laughs> just, they like, ah, screw it.
1: I don't no, know I don't about know. Eisenberg being... uh That's not his name. I don't know if I can like him yeah. being like, uh, Luther. Like, I don't mind a young Luther. I guess I just don't expect him to.
0: It's different, and I like it. I, like I all don't this mind different. I, just, different.
1: I just don't mind... I don't know about him.
0: It doesn't feel different for the sake of being different. It feels like a...
1: A, Especially if he's new take. He's saying like the red the red capes are the red coming. Capes
0: are coming. The red are coming. Capes are coming. I was thinking about that tonight in anticipation. You no, know, there's
1: only one it. red cape.
0: I know. Uh, Maybe this one is... Isn't her, her cape blue? If she ever wears a cape,
1: I don't know. I think she chooses like a star or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like a star. Batman's cape
0: got or, a gray cape.
1: Oh, here we go. We got the man from Uncle. Oh, sorry. Apparently sorry, that yeah. came out.
0: Yeah. Apparently that movie looks was filmed cool. like 3 years ago. That movie's been sitting on a shelf somewhere.
1: Don't know why it looks so cool.
0: I mean, uh, I never I got in the man so. from
1: Uncle.
0: Yeah, I don't because we're not old enough to be into it. You were never so What cool. was it? I mean, I've always heard of it. But I'm like, what is this man from Uncle? It sounds like something I'd be into, but it's nowhere to be found. It's on MeTV. Oh, where everything's at. Yeah.
1: Is like it I, on Saturday
0: I, nights between um Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman and uh, Mr. Scary Face. I wish I could remember that guy's name.
1: Mr. Scary
0: Face. It was scary movie that's on MeTV after all the superheroes. Oh, yeah, that guy. I the um, movie was going to find a cherry. It's Alive
1: or something like that.
0: Svengoolie? Svengoolie. Yeah. That's it. Sorry, that's folks. Svengoolie. Yeah, Scary Face. Sven is probably the English translation of Sven
1: No, but this looks cool. I, right, I, really I like, I always like that, face. that, uh, period spy pieces of, this, this is so cool. It looks like, uh, yeah. a nice send up to like James Bond. Which, it man,
0: probably was, was not it?
1: Yeah, I think it was inspired by it. It was, oh, James that Bond era. just, yeah, like it hit it. Like, when James Bond hit, everyone's like, okay, we got to come up with our own secret yeah, agent.
0: Yeah, it's when, when spies had their moment in the sun.
1: Too bad, bad they can't monsters, do Monsters, uh...
0: spies, now superheroes. Everyone gets their yeah. moment in the sun. Well,
1: it would probably be more like monsters, spies.
0: Car uh, chases.
1: Street-level, like, street gangs and
0: What policemen. movie are you thinking of?
1: Like, you know, like your Dirty Harry's, your French connection, um, the Warriors, um, Breakin'. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cause when we think of games, we think of Breakin'. But, but um, I
0: don't know. yeah, no, I don't know. I, well, of course I'm a sucker for these DC movies, so I like them. I know some people like to, uh, crap in their mouths, but hey, whatevs. Would have different stokes for different folks. Because I'm not sense, hating on it. I'm not saying you are. I wasn't saying you. Are. Well, yeah.
1: I guess I just don't like they. I guess they're not thrilling me like they should. Like I want to get into Suicide Squad. Well, maybe not because I never read it much. Hold on. Hey, what's that? Can you pause for a second?
0: Sure. Be right back. Hello. Yeah, you're back.
1: Yeah, sorry about that.
0: That's all right. I was uh, watching the Superman Batman trailer again.
1: Again?
0: Again? Can't get enough of it. Batman leaping around, Superman flying around, punching stuff. The like someone showed it.
1: The I think I saw it, like a clip of. I think someone posted, like, what the Flash may look like in it. But I keep hearing that there's blur. Like, he's just going to show up as a blur in the movie. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't either. The
1: picture that I saw, it looked really corny and crappy. And I was like, nope. TV's better. I'm sure. See, you know what? You know what I should say? DC movies should take a cue from... Their television shows. Their television shows have gotten me more excited to watch their shows than their movies. Like, was it Legends of Tomorrow? Yes, that looks crazy. Now that is their Guardians of the Galaxy. That's fucking crazy.
0: Watch the language, Sean. This is a family (laughs) program. We're on comic book is for the children. Um, Did you see the news? Since we're talking about the San Diego wrap up, did you see? The news that uh, Jay Garrick is going to be on season two of The Flash.
1: Yeah, that look, that's going to be cool.
0: And uh, it looks like Wally West will be showing up at some. Like they've already cast; they've hired the actor that will play Jay Garrick. And um, they they said Wally West will probably show up too, but they didn't say they they didn't announce if they've hired someone to play him. Yeah, they're going to work on like Earth Two. All that crap is going to happen in the TV show. The TV show is going to be rad. I agree with you. Like, I really don't care about like the movie Flash because I like the Flash on a uh, TV better.
1: Well, it's just like they just they make you excited. Like, I'm watching that Legends of Tomorrow. I'm already excited, and they're showing me clips of what they already did. I'm like, wow, what the heck's going on? You know. And then they had like Rip Hunter, and I mean, come on.
0: I know. It, there's a TV show. That features Rip Hunter, where Vandal Savage is the bad guy. Yeah, that's a thing that's going to happen on the CW of all channels. I know it's a topsy turvy world we live in.
1: I'm just saying, like DC movies should take a cue from their television division because, yeah, they're doing a lot more yeah. and and a lot more exciting. Like I get more excited about. That and the Supergirl one, and
0: which the same the the, the showrunner of the Flash is working on the Supergirl show. My only beef with the Supergirl show is they have Jimmy Olsen being like James, like this big beefy model guy. That that's the only thing that's like that doesn't feel like Jimmy Olsen. He should be like a little twerpy guy. But whatevs, whatevs. And an awful lot of allusions to your cousin. Like why don't your cousin just show up? Which cousin? Yeah, cousins. Also,
1: they kind of also, they had like a lot of um. I don't know, like it. It seemed very rom comish too,
0: mm. like with the music well, just know, I, in the background. Yeah, yeah, Um, I know, but you know, I I like the Flash and like the Marvel movies. Uh, the DC TV has earned, uh. Earn, earn my trust. So I Yeah, I, like
1: they get it right. Like yeah. They they have an idea what the comic is. And they translate it good. They translate it well for the medium that they're doing it for.
0: Well Sean Atkins, I know this is like your first official uh episode <laughs> in the in the hosting chair, but speaking of adaptations that get it good, I want to talk about another trailer that leaked out of Comic Con. Because it's Comic-Con, and all we're going to talk about is the TV and movie stuff. Um, yeah, because that's, that's what, what it is Comic-Con now. is now. Yeah, that's what Comic-Con <laughs> is now. Uh The Deadpool trailer. Look I mean, cool. Look awesome. I'll bring that up. Don't bring it up. Why not? What we. Do. No, I
1: mean, like, I'm going to bring, oh, gonna bring it up. Oh, you're going to
0: bring it up and watch it. That's one that, I, I guess in a couple weeks, that'll be out. I I think I could be wrong because I just saw like a really horrible boot, like a. It looked like there were like green screens and. They might, might have some of the shots.
1: They might have uploaded it. I read already. somewhere
0: earlier that it'll be out in a couple weeks. They've announced that in like three weeks still. Well, I got a Deadpool
1: official trailer Comic Con 2015 that was released a day ago.
0: Yeah, but is it the real deal or is it like the cropped and zoomed, cell phone version of it?
1: That's a cell phone version of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that'd be ballsy if that's what Marvel did. They're like, no, here it is. It's just like a really bad bootleg version of it.
1: I mean, it's general. I I remember it now, and it generally looks like Deadpool. It looks like a funny It looks like Deadpool that should have been in Wolverine Origins.
0: Yes, and I'm curious if that will be addressed at all in any way, shape, or form. I guess we'll find out. So next year. I got a little
1: distracted. There was like a, I just heard like a little kid's voice. and I'm like, what the
0: heck? Did you catch the Rob Liefeld cameo? No. There is. It's right with the Stan Lee cameo. Like they're both in like some strip club.
1: See, Stan Lee shouldn't be in a Deadpool movie.
0: uh they put him in all the Marvel movies.
1: I always figured that they put him in all the Marvel movies that he had that he had a hand creating. Like he wasn't in, um, oh, what was that one? Man Thing. Was he not in that? I, I don't know. I, no
0: one sure. saw that. Uh, that was before that Marvel was Marvel, and they were still not everything was sticking. Um, no, what it was has like he was Punisher. He, the, the Blades? Oh, was it wasn't any the Punisher movie.
1: I don't think he was in Punisher movies.
0: That would be a weird play. Yeah, that's interesting. Was he in any of the blades? I, I think don't think he was. Think in any he of was. The blades.
1: I just assumed that because he didn't have a hand in creating them, then he doesn't need to be there.
0: I think. Well, maybe that was the idea then, but now he's sort of um synonymous with a Marvel movie.
1: Oh, uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Although I'm kind of amazed they that Marvel let him do it. For well, Fox, anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I, you know, that is kind of interesting that you bring that up. I guess there's some things that they, they just get over themselves about. I'm sure it's just a matter of time before they uh, get over themselves and they have Avengers vs. X-Men or some ridiculous nonsense.
1: I hope so. That'd be kind of neat to see, actually.
0: It would be. I think. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, the X-Men movie's... They got all timey-wimey. Like, they just threw continuity to the wind with that franchise. I don't even try. Because I saw a bootleg version of the Apocalypse trailer. And mm-hmm. it's got, like, young Cyclops, young Jean Grey. It's with, um, young Charles Xavier and his X-Men. I don't know when it takes place. If it's like the 80s, I guess because Jubilee's in it. She's kind of. I guess Jubilee was cut kind of, she it like, 80s hair, what I briefly I could see. It looked like Storm is... Like, Mohawk Storm is a henchman of Apocalypse or something? I don't know. Let's see.
1: I don't know if this is the one.
0: But it's got, like, Michael Fassbender and Jennifer Lawrence. And I, was, I thought it was called Age of Apocalypse, but it seems to just be called X-Men Apocalypse. And Apocalypse looks all right. I don't know what I thought a movie Apocalypse would look like. I don't think he has, like, the big blue, like, bottom lip thing and i was kind of like eh, that's that's a missed opportunity but it was a a bad bootleg version which i'm saying like just throw it online like you said and now fine do it an hour later because they're going to get it we want to see them anyways we want it we want to be advertised too it's not like we're downloading your movie and taking money out of people's yeah
1: like i yeah i don't understand that either like why? <laughs> like, I get that there's like, oh, well, we're trying not to ruin their experience. Their experience has already been had. They're on to the next experience of whatever's coming out that's comic book related. You know, I have to freaking, uh, you know, hold it and stuff.
0: Did someone just break in a window?
1: Yeah, someone already broke into the window. Hello, wife.
0: Ninjas. Noisy ninjas. Um, no, but you know, I, there actually was a comic that came out of that was announced at San Diego Comic Con. Wonders Never Cease, that I did not know about. That sort of just slipped by and was able to be announced there um, from Marvel Comics. while well, people, and it's a uh, a team up book, Amazing Spider-Man and Deadpool, written by Joe Kelly and drawn by Ed McGuinness. Take my that actually now. looks
1: that looks pretty cool because I remember that's what got me into in, or interested in Deadpool was that team. Yes, like those guys were drawing and writing, and it was just great.
0: Yeah, so it's those two doing it. I, I'm I'm in. I am in. Even though it Spider Man suit looks like it's all shiny now, but whatever. It's Ed McGinnis. It's Joe Galli. It's Deadpool. It's, it'll be funny. It'll look good. I'm in, um, I'm not sure when it comes out, probably in the fall, set to premiere this fall, Well, a concrete release date was not given, Spider-Man Deadpool number one is set to premiere this fall, yeah, I didn't. I had no idea, I read the, the other week, Marvel put out their all new, all different list of books that are coming out post-Secret Wars, I'm like, eh, there's like a few here that interest me, like, Doctor Strange and Spider Gwen, and that was about it. But uh, and like Spider Man, which I've been reading for a while, I was like, eh, looks like a good jump off point. But now I'll get my little Spider Man fix with this uh, Spider Man Deadpool. Yeah, I want that creative team. I probably wouldn't care, but it's that creative team, so I'm there, lock, stock, and barrel. So that was uh, yeah.
1: Know,
0: anything yeah. else? Anything else of note come out of? See oh oh, we'd be remiss not to mention uh Jim Rugg and Ed Piskor won Eisner Awards at San Diego. We are comic book Pit. We probably should emphasize a little bit of the pit part.
1: Yeah, congratulations, Game. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. Wonder if like Ed Piskor would just wear his like on a chain around his neck. Just walk around. <laughs> Seems fitting. No, so that's cool. Oh, Yes. Uh,
1: as well as they showed off, I, I don't know if it was a Comic Con type of thing, but I think we got the first glimpse of uh the new Ghostbusters image, what they look like.
0: I don't think that was. I think that was just released. Um, I think it looks cool. I always like that idea. I like that writer director who's doing it. I like Melissa McCarthy. I like all the Kristen Wiig. Um, what's watching Kate McKinnon. Even Leslie Jones is pretty funny. For where Leslie Jones started on Saturday Night Live, I'm like, I don't know about this one, but they they let her show it a little range. I was like, oh, she's actually really funny. So, no, I'm down with the new Ghostbusters. Stripey, the big difference seems to be stripes. It's ladies and stripes. Like, that's how they're going to mix it up. Stripes on the Ecto-1, stripes on the jumpsuit. Stripes is what makes it It different.
1: feels very, like, kind of like what Dan Aykroyd had in mind, except for, you know, well, I guess no. I think most of it. Like I think I remember like seeing like special editions, and it was supposed to be a hearse instead of a an ambulance. And
0: it is a hearse.
1: Isn't uh, it? I, no. Oh, was the, that supposed the,
0: to be an old timey ambulance? I always assumed that it was. Yeah,
1: a in the eighties, the eighties when it was an old ambulance.
0: Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a dum dum. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, this one's a hearse, and um I think there was a word where, where's fire. Fireman costumes. I can't remember.
0: I remember the, the that car was supposed to be a hearse. Gotcha. Fascinating. So, I Hugh's more closer to the original Vision than the original did, is what you're saying? Yeah. I'm sure so it'll good. be awesome. I just, I wonder who's playing Slimer. Probably Slimer, because he's dead. Oh, they got him? They had Slimer back? No, I have no idea. It's nice that Slimer was able to get over himself and, uh, come out. But, um. Oh, and, and Nick, I don't know if he now, nah, I mean, we all knew Holy Fucked was coming out. I guess they, did they release it there? Is that what the internet told me? He had like a special version of it there?
1: He might have had a special version of it there.
0: When's this book come out? Brr. I'm sure he'll tell us in the comments. I imagine he's listening. Although well, he might be checking, like, I'm not listening to this one. Danger, or dupe. or nothing at all. Oh
1: yeah, uh, Evil Dead. Ash versus the Evil Dead.
0: I did see that. You know, um.
1: Oh, that would look so
0: good. Didn't look good. I didn't watch it. I didn't. I didn't look it up.
1: That looks so good. I can't wait. I kind of wish I had Stars so I can watch it.
0: Is that what it is? It's on Stars.
1: Is it Stars?
0: I don't know. I mean, Stars is a thing. It wouldn't surprise me if you told me it. Well,
1: whatever Spartacus was on.
0: That's yeah, that's stars. Be that's stars. I was like, "Oh, I don't no one has that. stars," but it
1: looked so good.
0: We should just put it on Netflix. Everyone has that.
1: I know, right? It's going to be on Netflix. Spartacus is on Netflix, so I just have to assume that it's going to be on Netflix. Evil Dead Two is on Netflix.
0: <laughs> is it really? I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. I've seen all those movies. I'm not as uh, over the moon about it as, as some folks are. I'll look into it. There's a lot of content that was just shoved on us this weekend, which is the point of of San Diego.
1: Yeah. Came on pretty quick. I didn't expect it this weekend. I actually expected it last weekend, or next weekend.
0: <laughs> Came on pretty quick. I thought it should be over already. Um
1: I thought it was happening. This I thought it was later
0: week. in. I'll be, I'm with you. I thought it was later in July as well.
1: So I thought it was like the same week or like the week before Shark Week.
0: When was I Shark Week? It was, when Shark, is Shark Week's week? usually the last
1: week in uh, July.
0: Shark Week still a thing, huh? Yeah. How long has Shark That's Week been it. going on? Like twenty years?
1: Yeah, something like that. 20, 25 years. Oh, don't,
0: yeah, 1988. If I'm reading this correctly, so, Internet. Jeez there you go. Shark Week older than my brothers. Still there you go. Going strong. Almost three decades of Shark Week. <laughs> That's what we've come to as a society. Anyway, right. I guess it's fun watching sharks eat stuff. I don't know. I don't. Know. I mean, how much can? How well, much more can we learn? They're
1: fascinating creatures. They haven't changed their evolution for like millions and maybe billions of years. I can't remember. Oh,
0: Oh, you are the master of the unintentional segue, Sean. Speaking of not changing their evolution in millions of billions of years, and because this is comic book pit, emphasis on comic books, I uh, read a comic book this week. I did something, you you know, and I haven't done it in almost 20-plus years.
1: Draw Shark Tank?
0: Shh. I bought a Rob Liefeld comic. I purchased Bloodshot...
1: Have mercy on your soul.
0: Yeah, um... Except they haven't changed much since I last bought one in 1993. Um, the paper's good. Nice. It's really nice paper. I'll give it that. It's like a slick feeling. Almost like vinyl. Almost like it's printed on, like, thin vinyl. Um... It sounds warmer. Uh, no, I read. I bought Bloodstrike Number 1 by Rob Liefeld. And it is as derivative of his Marvel work now as it was back then. When I was 13, I'm like, eh, it was cooler when it was X-Force. I read this and, eh, you, can, you might as well just call it Deadpool. I mean, the character looks pretty much just like Deadpool. It is pretty, though. I'll give it that. Critics Be Damned, it is just a uh, visually splatterfast, check-your-brain, fun-looking book. Um, I'm reading the – it is. I mean, you you really got to check your brain on this one. Like, you can't really think too much about what's going on here. Like, there's a page here. There's two-page spread where uh, Bloodstrike is fighting ninjas. They look like Frank Miller ninjas. He's, like, chopping off heads, like, every panel – And there's, like, no dialogue. You get to the last panel of the second page, and that's where there's, like, some caption boxes and a word balloon. So I'll just, like, no backgrounds either, which is kind of, I applaud that. I applaud the the bravery in in just saying like, no backgrounds. My phone doesn't do backgrounds. Um, And he's just slicing up ninjas. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, this is just. Stupid fun. It's not meant to be taken too seriously. I mean, the whole... And I read them, like, is this really the plot of this book? So this Bloodstrike character is, like, some uh, secret agent assassin whatever. And, like, he works for some secret agent assassin company. And these characters can all, like, you can, like, regenerate or they grow him a new body and, like, upload his consciousness into the new body, if you will. Mm-hmm. And so he's on some mission, you know, of his own. He's like going against orders and all that cliched crap. And then there's this I don't know if it's a Harley Quinn wannabe. Her name's Tragedy Ann. And she's kinda of like a clown and in a whores outfit. I mean you can't be bounding around <laughs> in this. Your bosoms are gonna fall out, lady. Um
1: Although I might a have double sided the- team. With the Suicide Qua going back to the Suicide Squad trailer. Harley Quinn, I have to say, I think they kind of modeled her costume after this uh these black and white uh pictures I saw of Debbie Harry.
0: Well it's that and it's the new fifty two Harley Quinn. Well maybe the new fifty two Harley Quinn was modeled off of But New Fifty Two Harley Quinn is like the roller derby uh, looking thing. I don't know, maybe it's a pretty I think that was, I think that was initially the new 52 look, but now she's kind of a little roller derby girl. It looks more new 52 to me than anything else, but that's me. Yeah. Anyway, so this whole thing is blood strikes on submission to do something. This tragedy in shows up, chops him up, takes his junk. I mean, that's the name of the storyline, Junk. He was like he, his, he, he his takes dick. his junk? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, earmuffs for the kids. Yeah, cuts off his dick and takes it. And he's like, I want my junk back. Like they regenerate him and he regenerates with no junk. And um, <gasps> he's like, I need it back. He's like, that bitch took my junk and I want it back. That's a direct quote from the book, Sean. That's a line yes. in a book. That bitch took my junk, and I want it back. I look like a freaking Ken doll down there. Nice. So this guy's trying to be funny. Like, it's, it's Deadpool. It's Deadpool. It's, just, it's Deadpool. It's Cable. And a cross between Lobo and Wolverine. The old character, Blood Wolf. And uh, earmuffs for the kids. Lots of dicks in this book. Like, they're in shadow. Like, Blood Wolf, big swinging dick. It's like what's going, but it's in shadow. It's not like you know there, but you see the shadow of it. Like Blood Wolf, there is sitting with like two naked chick, and he's like, it's like, so what you got in mind, big fella? I'm going to eat you. Suits me just fine." And then he like I literally said, no, I'm going to eat, eat like, you. No, no, I'm going to eat you. And then it's like one whole page of just like splatter and sound effects. And then the next page <laughs> is just him standing there with a big swinging schlong. And he ate him. He's like holding the one's head in his hand. Like, well, I mean, this is not, this isn't going to pass any Bechdel test. Um, But I, I, you know what? Like I said, I I really, I really had to check my brain on this. I'm like, am I, and then you get to the end, and then like Tragedy Ann shows up with some other Harley Quinn looking wannabe. And she holds up blood strikes dong in a mason jar the junk is yours and they can't do dick about all this shit that's about to hit the fan that that's how the book ends and here's the thing the the story goes right to the back cover like the last page is the back, last is the back inside back cover that's surprising hmm. you don't normally see that and but yeah it's, so it's some ride. of that dopey life held nonsense that like, there's one... I mean, you could nitpick. I'm sure there's people that are just pulling their hair out, looking like, this counts! Like, how does he keep doing it? Like, there's one lady, she's holding a bow and arrow, but she doesn't really have the arrow knocked properly. It's like, that wouldn't just stay there. That's not how that would work. Like, she's not supporting that arrow on anything. It would just, like, fly off and probably, like, pierce her arm. But whatever. Uh, so you have to
1: have suspension of disbelief. you're
0: saying. Oh, oh, it... it more than suspension, it's just full on abandon of disbelief. But it is a comic It's a comic book, and you know, I guess if I don't want to, I mean, I remember being a kid and reading like Young Blood and all that, and being like, ugh, it's so derivative of what I was reading at Marvel, I'll just read that. And I'm going to Superman. But, um, and I found like The Tick and Madman and went a different direction. But I'm like, whatever, I'll check it out. See, it's just, it's schlock. It's dopey. It can, it's kind of funny. it could look worse. I've seen worse. It could look worse. Um, well, if, if you did draw
1: feet, so that's a good thing.
0: Yeah, you know, they're not that, it's not like it's bad. If you wanted, you know, if you want to look at it, you know, we, on this show, we talk comics, but we also make comics. That's the other half of the tagline. So as us who make comics, if you do kind of want to look at just how to draw like mindless action, yeah, you could pay in pacing of decapitating ninjas. There's probably some lessons to learn here. I don't know, maybe not. There's no like. I the I'd rather get my. I think
1: I'd rather get my ninja lessons from Jim Rugg's uh, Street Angel.
0: I suppose. I mean that that that's that's the other end of the pendulum. When it swings the other way, it lands on that. This is just. Testosterone.
1: I like when he did. Dumb like when Jim Rugg did the one page of um what was it uh intro. what's going that. down or no it was like some sort of fight scene in the one panel on the bottom of one page and you turn the page and all the ninjas are dead and it's like that's right folks in the span of you flipping this page so and so killed all these ninjas yes that was awesome
0: and or you can do that you know, you, you, now you have your two extreme examples. I'm sure there's others that fit in between. Um, you know what? I was gonna, I'm calling an audible on the play here. Talking about like gory books. Uh, Big Man Plans ended this past week. Uh, it's by Make Eric Powell. Yeah, yeah, There was a four issue miniseries. Oh, Eric Powell and Tim uh, Weish. Mm-hmm. a four issue miniseries from also from Image. There we go. You know, same publisher, the same company put out these two books. Um, one is just like early nineties nostalgia. Big Man Plans is just who? That's brutal. Like you think like cutting off wieners and decapitating ninjas is one thing. Big Man Plans is gore fest. It's Eric Powell, so it looks gorgeous. I don't know how familiar you are with the work of Eric Powell. He did, like, The Goon. It's, like, his big book. He drew this, and it is beautiful. I'm looking at a double-page fed page where he's, like, biting off a guy's fingernails. And he, like, staples his skin all over the place. And then he... oh, Do you know what these two books have in common? Cutting off wieners. Because he cuts off the guy's wiener in this book, too. And, like, puts a little, like, catheter on him. Like Stables a skin <laughs> to himself. so, it's it's a revenge. This I'm doing a horrible job. People, it's people think I have like some sort of problems. Um, it was like a revenge story, like in, in a four issue miniseries. So, like mm-hmm. this guy was a little person, got made fun of, he was harassed. He left town. He went to, like Vietnam. Uh, just became like just a brutal killer in Vietnam. Comes back to his old town to settle a score. Where like no. The, the one girl that, you know, like, was kind to him and he loved her and was his friend, uh, she was murdered and he avenges her death. And he just brutally, brutally avenges her murder. And then uh, we'll see if there's a sequel, and then that will answer uh, one's interpretation of how this book ends. But uh, I enjoyed it. It's a good, you know, if you're just like, you know, angry at the world or need to vent but you know you can't do this in real life this is a fun book to look at and just see bad people get their comeuppance <laughs> sometimes you gotta feed that monkey you know what i'm saying sean Atkins? i do and and, and big man plans was a good safe way to do it and it's just he uh i i, I can't I, I can't find the words to do it just like when he draws the flashbacks, it's all like sepia tone pencil art it's gorgeous the use of color is just fantastic. There's like blood splatter and blood and like, like when you turn the pages, there's like bloody fingerprints, like where your fingers would be. Like this book was really well thought out. And I give them credit. And, and there's like a, a text piece from the writer. He's like, we, we have problems. Like we started talking about this over drinks. Like, oh, I want this to be funny. And then we made it. And it's like, oh my goodness. We are demented people. But uh, it was really, really, really well done. So, from one uh, image book that was schlocky and gory and questionable in execution to another image book that was gory but done magnificently. So, that was the two of the books that I read this past week. I read some other stuff, but it doesn't matter. What'd you read, Sean Atkins? I have
1: actually read one book. Well, it's not like one book, but it's been a collection of one title. I got Doctor Strange Essentials Volume 4 by Roger Stern and Chris Claremont and J.M. Dematis and Gene Colan.
0: So is this like 70s, 80s Doctor Strange?
1: Yeah, like you... You ever see the Doctor Strange TV movie?
0: No, I've never watched... The, I've seen, like, a little bit of it, but I've never seen the whole thing. It's so like, that era, Doctor Strange?
1: Yes. Okay. Like, around that time, because they actually make reference of it in this collection. I actually... I haven't gotten to that point, uh, but I I tend to thumb through. Like, after I'm done reading a few pages, I'll just kind of, like, thumb through just to see what I'm getting into. And I saw, like, uh, they make mention about the movie as well as, like, some sort of reprint uh, that I so happily got. And, um, but, yeah. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> shit, I lost my train of thought. I right. cursed. Sorry about that. Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's Doctor Strange in the 70s and 80s. Uh, Not necessarily what I was picking up. Uh, I wanted to get the the first volume Because I just had a hankering for some Steve Dicko, Doc Strange But The comic store I went to Didn't have it But luckily Dan of the comic book pet fame I went to his store and he was like We don't have that but You can try this, this is pretty cool And uh, I've thumbed through it, I liked it So I got it And I guess I'll talk about the one story arc and maybe a couple more stuff where it first starts out with this. Um, first and foremost, if you don't know Dr. Strange, like going into this book, you kind of will get a little bit lost. I mean, I, I guess you can, if you understand who he is, I guess you'll get what he does, but there's like a lot of references here and there that I didn't know of. And they make like a lot of things where it's like, oh, check out, you know, uh, Defenders number 20 or, you know, Doc Strange and two, you know, and I'm like, well, I'm, I don't have those books, but for the most part, I still got these good stories. So the first story arc was about, uh, uh, I think it was a villain called Dweller in the Darkness, where she was like this, cause, Cthulhu ripoff. Like he, he, you see the picture of him, you're like, that's totally Cthulhu. And for the most part, it's really good. Like they had like a, like good idea. The idea was, uh, the Dweller of the Darkness was going to send like these foes after Doc Strange and just kind of like make him weary and uncertain of his powers. And and that's it. And I kind of was hoping more of a, a climax because he faces off with, like, um, he goes with Nightmare for a second. And then, oh, man, who else? Like, they just send, like, these low-level demons for, like, four or five issues. And you're kind of getting into it. And you want this Dweller of the Darkness to, you know, finally implicate, like, his grand scheme and then like at the end it's like oh I totally broke him I'm good I don't have to go after him and then like the very next issue you know Doc Strange is like what is going on I wish I knew what's happening and I'm I'm at least like maybe a fourth of the way through and he hasn't really shown up yet so I don't know if he's going to play like a bigger role the Dweller in the Darkness is going to play a bigger role down the line if this is still all part of his big scheme, um, I got introduced to what's his name, Tom. I say his name's Tom Sutton. Is that a character? No, this is the artwork. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like whereas like Stan and Jack, where they did like a hundred issues. It's like every like they had like a new creative team every here and there, like, like um. One of the artists was called, uh, Tom Sutton. I think he, I think he was the anchor. I can't pronounce the other one. This is Villamont, R Villamont.
0: These are artists on the book.
1: Yeah. I like the stuff, but when I really got more excited when I started seeing Gene Colin come into play. Naturally. Cause Gene Colin was just, he's just great and he just, he plays with shadows and just the way he just lets them just loose. And it's just so awesome. Like I, I saw a lot of the blade stuff that he did and I was so glad when I started seeing like Gene Cullen art on doc strange, I was like, Oh yes, please, please give me more. Yes. And, uh, so far it's been pretty good. I, I really enjoy it. I. The stories. Oh, engaging. The, yeah, the stories have been engaging. Right now we're seeing the rise of Baron Mordo and, uh, apparently Baron Mordo was, I don't know, a cripple or something like that. I forget. Like I read the origin stuff. So I don't know how he got in his current state. So I'm a little clueless on that. I might have to get the third volume to understand. So they well, it's Gene Colan, so I'm not
0: – I yeah. don't really care.
1: I'm just excited. I, just,
0: I Googled yes. Tom Sutton, Doctor Strange. It is some pretty – it's kind of it has some very trippy, Ditko-esque, probably a little Stranko school of design in there. I see the Ditko yeah. influence big time big time. But yeah, you know, he's also it's also got its own flavor too. I mean it's he's playing a lot of that the, key, but he's the, like, uh,
1: really do cut loose. I I'm really glad that they yeah. they kind of do a lot of that deco ish type of stuff.
0: And just take it um, to like the next level, I suppose, if you will.
1: I don't know, man. I'm kinda of torn because Gene Colan doesn't do that. He just he makes it like this really nice I don't know, atmospheric, a, like supernatural movie. Like this is the movie I want Doctor Strange to look like. I'm not Jean gonna Goulin get it. Gene Colin one or? Gene Colin. I mean, I can do, like I kind of wish they didn't have him have to draw the capes and the tights. Like the Doctor Strange, like he looks so, Doctor Strange looks like 10 times better, like in his
0: street gear. No, I think and I think just just like with the little the two tu- I guess it's a tunic is what you'd call that. Yeah. What the hell, Google? I I looked up Jean Cool and Doctor Strange, and you gave me Bill Kevich, which is fine, but it's not what I came for.
1: Like, there's this one image that he uh, did. It's a story where I think Doc Strange he runs into these. I don't know, like he runs in. Like him and Clea are taking a walk just to kind of clear their heads. This is after that whole Dweller of the Darkness thing that
0: happened. That must be one riveting comic book.
1: <laughs> well, actually it turns out they run into a neighbor who has like this troubled husband and the troubled husband dies of these, uh, I think they're twins. I can't remember. Like they're like these adult twins that do some something off screen and, you know, the husband's dead. And so Doc Street investigates and then he finds him in this one park that I'd never even heard of. Well, obviously, cause I'm not a New Yorker, so I'm only, you know, what the movies tell me, but, <laughs> but when they no, turn so into I'm their month, the
0: foremost expert on all things, yes. in New York city.
1: Oh yes. Yes. I, I've been to bleaker.
0: <laughs> that, that's your other podcast
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. What did you do in New York With Sean Atkins
1: But when they go Into this monster form It's crazy Like I almost want to look up this creature To see if like he had reference It's The best way to describe it I think they even say it how
0: it was was um,
1: If you give me a minute folks
0: if they've, if they've given you this long. They'll give you another minute.
1: Yeah, this is the one thing I hate about doing comic reviews. Is I'm horrible at doing comic reviews. I love reading the stuff and I love talking about them, but I just
0: not when you're on the spot like this.
1: Yeah, like it's I just <laughs> am horrible at it.
0: That's Let's like you're perfect for a podcast about it.
1: That's here I mean. it is. I, I, the the description of it, and you see the drawing, but he describes it too. They stand tall or they stand almost as tall as a tall man, the heads of an owl or the heads of owls attached to the bodies of snakes with the clawed forelegs of a mountain lion. They are called they are called eye killers, known and feared by some North American Indian tribes as stealers of souls. Oh
0: it's a real thing.
1: And you look at that drawing. And it's just like, holy, like I would be, I would probably be on the ground in a fetal position crying just Here's, by at these things.
0: That looks like Sylvester, Mark Sylvester X-Men of Mohawk Storm fighting a eye killer. I found, I Google eye killers,
1: but they're, cra- it was crazy. Yeah. And just the way Gene Colin did it, I was just, I was like, yes, thank you, Gene Colin. Thank you for delighting my
0: eyes, (laughs) as opposed to killing them.
1: Yes, thank you, thank you. So, and just it's when it hits the gene colon stuff, it's pretty good. I, I've, uh, although Chris Claremont kind of slipped in there without me knowing, because sometimes I'll just start reading the stories without looking at who's doing it, Mm -hmm. and then I start to notice like uh, Chris Claremont and I'm like, man, this is <laughs> what I started reading. I was like, man, this is getting really wordy now. What the heck? <laughs> and then None I was
0: getting resolved.
1: Okay. I don't know. Like I kind of hope that Chris Claremont has a better idea of how to do this one story where Baron is coming back and they're kind of globe trotting here and there. And I'm really digging it. and um, I hope it gets a lot better than that Dweller in Argus. I must admit that was a bit of a letdown. I was kind of mad because I was like, really? After all that, you're just like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I already broke him. I'm good. I made him doubt his skills. Whatevs. I'm going to have an ego now.
0: That would, I would read that book. So is this, um, Doctor Strange in like the full superhero costume like, with the mask and everything or is this past that era?
1: I'm not sure. I want to say it's past because I think they do mention that he looked like something else with a mask and like an all blue Mm -hmm. figure cape. So I want to say it's after but I'm not entirely sure. I just know he just mentions that one time he gave up the Sorcerer Supreme and then the Sorcerer type stuff came back to him.
0: <laughs> gotcha.
1: Huh. So well, was, sir. So far, I've been oh. excited. And I and in closing. I'm, in closing. For being Volume 4, I kind of wish I would have got the other volumes first to kind of understand. But then again, I kind of feel like I had to get Defenders too, which I'm not too pleased about.
0: Yeah, it's like pushers.
1: Just can't. Yeah. But... You know, they, they still relatively stand on their own. I never felt like I was completely clueless. I think this was more like just how comics I used to collect where they made mentions of that. I never felt like I had to go get them, but if I wanted to find out more, you know, I could, but I didn't miss out. So yeah, I completely enjoyed it so far. I'm, uh, I forget where I'm at. I think I'm on issue forty. The collection is Doctor Strange thirty to fifty six, and Chamber of Chills four and Man Thing number four. So, pretty good. Sweet. I enjoy it. It's tell people to get it, but get volume three and two and probably one.
0: <laughs> get them all. Forget Just get them, them all. all. So um in closing, I would say uh this weekend I'm going to space. Awesome. And I'll be orbiting in a uh with the Russians and the international No, I'm going to uh the comic show in Columbus. So if anybody's going to Columbus, stop by, say hello. Be like, What are Dang and Duke coming back? I miss them. And uh I like that
1: we just be- did the one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was one like, enough. But I- I-
1: Cut us a brick. God.
0: No, uh, it should be pretty exciting, I I hope. To see uh, how that turns out and what that's like and what that whole scene is. I've never been there. I think I'm the last one of us to finally make the trip. So, I'll be back next time with my space report. Okay. Tell us how Pluto looks. Yes. Tiny. although it's funny you mentioned that um,
1: the New Horizons thing
0: yeah yeah Yeah. anyway w- before we go on another tangent like, oh my god now they're talking about space stuff like just comics and books and pits that's it comic pit number 207 is in the books I am Jared
1: and I am Sean I don't do my tagline here like I'll figure it out
0: right. nice I'm just Sean yeah. <laughs>